Sinead, I got to tell you the first time I felt like we were connected. When I ordered some tea from you, and then you sent me a postcard and talked about how Kofi Kingston had just won the WWE Championship, I was like, oh, she's my friend, y'all. She's my friend. She get me. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I'm Jared Dam back in the building once again, and it's about damn time I talk to Shanae Jones, Drink Flyers, the Flyers Tea Company. I don't even know what to say about this woman. Like, I could read the intro, and, and all her accolades are all her accolades, and I, and, and I want to get into it, but I just told her off mic, you know, before we started recording, that she is truly one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Like, there are people and individuals that when you scrolling on Instagram and you seeing what, what they doing, you be like, "Shit, yeah, I, let me let me <laughs> let me get let me get myself together because that's what they doing out here in this world. I'm trying to be like <laughs> them." And and Shanae, you are one of those individuals. Everything that you do, it's inspired, inspired, it's inspiring, especially to me. And um, I can't so thank much. you enough for being on the show today. Oh, man, I really appreciate it. I am honored to be here. Anytime anybody want to talk to little old me, I'm, I'm pleased. But I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Not little old you. You the flyest. <laughs> you know, it say so. It's, it say so with the company. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to kind of get started on, on you know, just kind of your, your journey through this. Because, you know, this is, you know, Women's History Month. I want to do a, I'm doing this series on women in business and since you're one of my favorite entrepreneurs, regardless of gender, since you're one of my favorite <laughs> entrepreneurs, I want to talk to you to headline this series. And w- one of the things I, I want to ask you is, and, and I'm, I'm going to say the C words, and I don't want you to get too angry. Okay. All right. In the world of, in the world of like Starbucks and everybody drinking all this coffee, how did you get into tea? <laughs> well, um, you know, a lot of people don't believe me when I say it, but I am the first born American to British and Jamaican family. Um, so I came by my love of tea, honestly. My family always drank tea. My mom is British. I've got a ton of British cousins. My uncle's British. Um, literally, like, that American line kind of starts with me. So mm. it was just natural. We never had coffee. Um, even though Jamaicans do drink coffee and coffee grows in Jamaica, um, it's actually really good coffee, but um, my family was just, you know, that 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 imperialism, the colonialism, <laughs> <laughs> that racism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it'll get you every time. <laughs> every time. But so they drink a lot of uh, like Tetley, which was like the British version of Lipton tea mm-hmm. um, with a lot of uh, condensed milk, a lot of condensed milk, which is how a lot of the British drink their tea. With milk. Right. So that's what right. I grew up on. Yeah, I, you know what? I keep seeing that, that with the condensed milk and everything. I hadn't, I hadn't got there yet. 
you know, just to wrap my mind around putting. But I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, if, if you do it with coffee, why would you do it with tea? It just, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. the condensed milk is so sweet. It's so sweet and so thick. Yeah. And it's also pretty expensive now. Some people um, would use evaporated milk, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not the okay. cheap drink it used to be. It's expensive now. Everything's expensive now. Yeah, Everything that's true. That's true. But, <laughs> but getting still in business, you you are flourishing. Um, you you're doing so well. And part of this, not only you had the 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 love for tea overall, like you know from your family, you just kind of got into you know you know being an herbalist. So so tell me about that experience. Like you, so you've been an herbalist uh, since 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I wish that I had more altruistic reasons for becoming an herbalist. The truth is I am super competitive. And uh, very early on, I realized that there were a few other tea companies, um, like Good Thoughts Tea Company, which is owned by a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she was based in the D.C. area. She's since moved. Um, and she just had like this really like chill, you know, Erica Badu, where are your crystals, where's your incense kind of vibe. And I was like, you know, she's kind of doing good stuff. I'm going to have to do something totally different if I'm going to stand out. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to make tea and, and take it seriously. But then I realized, you know, what I knew about making tea was just based on what I liked. It wasn't any science to it. There was no skill behind it. Right. And so I was like, I got to figure out a way to make myself like stand out. I got to know what I'm talking about. I got to be better than these other people out here. And so that's really why I took the herbal apprenticeship was to get some skill and to know what I was talking about and to have some like edge over the competition. And it actually turned out to be something that I really love, something that I really enjoy. It helped me a lot with my anger issues and just feeling like out of control of my life and feeling like everybody was kind of telling me what to do. Like I was always on everybody else's time, but once I reconnected with plants, I I felt more at peace, more at ease. And it really played into my, you know, my, not just my passion for entrepreneurship, and tea, but also it gave me, you know, a much needed leg up. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'll use it every day. I'm, in, I'm in, enrolled in a new uh, herbalism class right now. I'm learning about astrology and plants. So the learning never ends. Um, but whatever I got to do to keep my foot on their neck, you know, we're going to do it. That's what I'm talking <laughs> See? See, when you talk like that, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love when you talk that talk. No, but I, I I get it. I <laughs> I get it because I'm I I am too highly competitive. Like I will kiss in Uno and then talk, talk oh, trash no. to them. Like I'm like I'm that I'm that competitive. Like they gotta learn they gotta learn how to lose. They gotta learn how to lose. So <laughs> so so I'm I'm totally with that. But I love the fact that that it started out as something just to get a leg up on a competition and it turned to a passion that you love and that's and that's kind of how you know, podcasting was for me. It's just, mm. It was just like, I'm like, all right, you know, everybody says I should do podcasting. They say I got a voice for it. Well, try it out. And, and then it's so, oh, let me look at this class. Ooh, let me start, mm-hmm. learn how to edit here. And now I'm just scrolling on the internet, just highlighting classes that I want to take now, you know, just yeah. trying to wait, wait till I get paid so I can, I can buy all these classes and enroll in all of them at the same time. Right, so right. Just, it's, it's funny how just trying to try to do something that makes, you know, enhances a passion of yours so yes, i love that right, so same year you started what at that point was ivy's tea company right right and then i so i went back through the archives you know when i was you know doing my research and i, and I saw something that you, that you put where you said 
when you st- first started the company in 2016, you wanted to change the way people um, see tea drinkers yes. and how tea drinkers see themselves. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about that, because that's, that's, that's interesting. How, how do, you, do you feel like people saw tea drinkers? Well, I, I, the very first time I told my sister I was going to start my own business, I was going to do tea. Well, first of all, my sister was supposed to do this with me, okay? And uh, we decided, well, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a business. She loved perfume. I loved tea. But I was open to just trying whatever with a business. So we talk about it. Let's say it's like Saturday, you know, Monday. I'm like, okay, I found this accelerator, this business boot camp that we can take and we can learn how to be business owners. And then a couple of days later, I'm like, you know, here are all these grants that we can apply for. And my sister, she's like, you know what, Nene, I think you should do this alone. (laughs) You're a little too intense. (laughs) And so I was like, intense? What are you talking about? I already applied for this boot camp. Like, we got to do this. So basically, we had to get rid of her perfume idea. Because I don't know anything about perfume, but I knew about tea. Um, and so I did the the boot camp. And it was a six-day boot camp. Uh, every, I went to work. And then the class was like 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, and I went from an idea to a minimum viable product. So at the end of six days, I had a website and also um, a mock-up of my teas. Anyway... I was telling my sister, I'm going to do this tea company. I'm going to make it hip hop inspired and stand out like that. And she's like, you know, black people don't drink tea. Like, who are you going to sell this to? You know, like people only drink tea when they're sick. Like, what are you talking about? And so I was like, no, this, this can't be, you know, I have to, uh, I have to find my tribe. You know, there's people like me. So of course I launched the business and everything. I launched in November and then I believe in failing fast. So I was like, I'm going to do my very first coffee and tea festival. And I'm going to do that in March. My business is now four wow. months old, so let's go on and do this. Let's fail forward. Let's fail fast. Wow. This way I can, I'm not going to waste any time doing it, and I'm not doing it right. So let's just, this is what I would do. Let's see if it works. And I went there, and there was this Asian woman who said to me, um, the type of people that you're, you know, she's like, this is a good tea, but the type of people you're trying to sell to, they don't drink tea. You should um, kind of switch it around do more gold tins and like really make it more upper class. And, you know, then you'll attract customers like me who have money, who want to buy this sort of stuff. And um, I didn't let it hurt me. I didn't let it deter me. You know, my sister's always been supportive of me, but she did have, you know, a real good point. You know, how am I going to get these people who really only drink tea when they're sick to see that something they should drink all the time. And then this um, Asian customer also you know, brought something else to mind, which was, you know, the people that you want to sell tea to just don't have the money for it. And I realized that a lot of people who see tea drinkers see them as like um, really elitist people or older people or white people. A lot of people um, I've been through, you know, scandals with folks and they seem to think that, you know, Chinese and Japanese people made tea. And they're the only ones, they're the only reasons why we have tea today is if black folks sat on that lush African continent and never made tea. You know, we were just sitting around like, oh, brother, ain't nothing to do, <laughs> you know. But, um, and so, you know, I realized that there was just a lot of misinformation around who drinks tea, what it means to drink tea, and who can drink tea. And that's because a lot of the messaging is really geared toward a specific type of person who a lot of Black folks can't identify with, a lot of millennials can't identify with, especially now. Um, when you have, like, teas that are focused on people who do yoga and, and are always relaxing or hiking, millennials are working you know they don't really have time to be relaxing all the time they're trying to make it just through the day-to-day so a lot of the the messaging around tea 
was to me just not effective and didn't reflect the people who could drink tea um, or the people who were actually drinking tea. So it, I've always set out to just shift that narrative and just show a different person drinking tea, a person like myself. And luckily, you know, I've been able to attract customers who are very similar to me or who share my points of view and they see themselves in the product. So it's just been about proving people wrong all along. And here we are almost seven years later still doing it. So, you know, they can they can go suck on an egg, anybody who thinks otherwise. They'll that's suck ex- on an egg. That's an expensive suck on because eggs are expensive nowadays. So. <laughs> yes, and, and don't get salmonella in your medulla oblongata or whatever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I, I think I think a lot of what people attract why are people attracted to your brand is yes okay you, you did the herbalist thing and, and you know what you're doing there um but it's also i feel like it is so connected to you as a person your personality and your personality shines through and i think that's what i love so much about your brand because i this is my first time actually talking to you having a conversation live conversation and i, and I already feel like we've been friends for years because of the <laughs> Because of the fact of how relatable you are with, with your stuff. So for me, I want to have tea with a person that is so infused with hip hop that, you know, mm. that names her her teas after after rappers that that was going to quit her job on the anniversary of, of Reasonable Doubt. Like I want I I want to drink tea with people like that. Like that I want to buy tea from you. I want to drink tea. I I call people and say, hey, have you heard about this company? And I say, hey, you know what? Let me go order you some tea on, on her behalf. I'll pay for it and then you drink it and then you become a fan. I think this and I guess what you do, your your personality when, when it comes to hip hop. We talked about we talked about wrestling. We talked about all the things that you love. It's there. And people are gravitate, gravitating towards that. Tell me, how easy is that? Because there are entrepreneurs out there that probably don't actually want to be in the limelight, but they want to kind of just put their product out there and let the product yeah. speak for itself. But how how important is it to show who you are as a person? For a long time, I didn't want to show who I was. You know, I was ashamed of starting a business and it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I didn't know anything. I was really insecure. So I did kind of hide behind it a lot. And I think that that's the thing that happens every time with individuals who don't want to share their brands, who are ashamed or a little nervous about presenting themselves um, as the face of their brands. It's just a little bit of insecurity. And over time, that'll shift. But at the end of the day, you got to understand that the businesses that are making the most money are the ones with a face to it. Mm -hmm. So you can choose not to. You can choose to hide and not show who you really are. But that's not going to get you anywhere. And you're never going to make everybody happy. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to decide, you know, I'm going to be my authentic self. If I screw up and I I acknowledge I screw up, I'm going to apologize. But um, if I am right in what I say, I'm just going to stand. I'm going to double down on it. You know, and I think that people have to stop trying to be everything to everybody. Stop trying to be the perfect person. And, you know, you're here to sell your product and keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Like, that's all that it really is. It's be you. And we don't, I didn't have the money to be anybody else. <laughs> I didn't have the money <laughs> to hire nobody else to be the face of the brand. Right. I had to be myself and either it was going to be good enough or it wasn't. And that's just what I decided. You know, I didn't put any extra thought into it. You got to keep it super simple. We overthink so much. We so do. this is me. These are my interests. 
if you like them, you like them. If you don't, you know, whatever. But I still love them. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And and, uh, I love love how you pushed yourself because I have seen that shift. And I think a lot of it was just you challenging yourself. Mm-hmm. What I'm I'm reminded of the most, what, what sticks in my mind the most is that I think sometime around this time last year, you were doing like these vlog kind of, kind of you know, things yeah. that you had just started kind of doing that, you know, and, and kind of getting, you know, letting everybody know who, who you were in like a day in the life of how things were going. Yeah. And you really start putting a lot more visual content out there. And perfect example of how i'm telling you like you're one of my favorites and and you being you inspiring me i remember maybe a, a week or two after starting to do that and it was scary as fuck like i was so i was so, so scared. i was so scared but i was like but i i put it out there and i and i tagged you and i was like well she gonna be looking at me so i gotta do it i, I said i'm gonna do it so i went through a whole 30 30 days of, of, of putting of putting like a reel out there and yeah. it made me and it, and it did get me a little bit more comfortable in, in doing it yeah i probably should do another 30 days because i'm because you and me yeah. yeah yeah it takes a lot of time too i think it does that's what we underestimate it takes a lot of time i have a whole new respect for the influencer you know i know mm-hmm. a lot of them are liars and scammers and they're just out to get you know an influential bag, whatever. Yeah. But to be able to get on camera or to take your tripod everywhere and take pictures of yourself and you don't know whether you're going to get one like or one million, especially on apps like TikTok where there's mm-hmm. billions of users um, and the algorithm is just constantly looking for people like you. It can be really intimidating, but they do it and they show up. So that's my inspiration as well. Like I have a whole new level of respect for them. I, I, it's hard. It's really hard. It is. But it's it worth is. it. It pays yeah. off. It does pay off. I, yeah, I, I just now I find myself working so much on 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 the videos and the content and the editing. Yeah. I'll look up. I'm like, shit, two hours didn't went by. <laughs> like, yes. Hey, where where is my day with? Yes. So, you gotta um, make content days. Yeah, yeah. I I I gotta do a better <laughs> job at just scheduling. Okay, this is just content. This is what I'm just doing. I'm all over the place. I don't. I'm I'm. I need a coaching. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you obviously you're heavily influenced in in hip hop, um, and I love the fact that you name your tees, how you name your tees, and and just the vibe overall vibe from tees. So, this just this is a, a, a fanboy question. This is kind of really off the the, the beaten path, but I, I kind of want to know what's what's the favorite tee? What's what's your favorite tee that you made? Oh, well, my absolute favorite tea that I make is cream. It's a peppermint and spearmint tea. It's pretty simple. Um, I try not to use more than seven ingredients when I'm making a tea. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that that's my favorite, my absolute favorite one. Absolute so, favorite. So, is, <laughs> so do you feel like that's the, is that one, one of the more popular ones? What, what's the most popular one that, that you that you have? Um, well, it changes, like, almost every single month. But right now, the most popular tea is... Probably blood orange, mm. um, and then that's uh, followed by Nip's tea. Nip's mm. tea is also a very popular one. Um, I didn't want to make that tea actually. Um, I didn't want. I, I wasn't necessarily a Nipsey Hustle fan. Um, I wasn't like a fan of his music per se. You right. know, I'm. I like East Coast rap, and I also love like that boom back rap. Like I'm living for Griselda. Like this is this is my moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, I always wonder what would my life be like if I were 35 when uh, when Wu Tang was hot. You know what I mean? Like 
child, I probably would have been either in a shootout or something at the club. You know what I mean? I would have right. been in the drink. Um, <laughs> and now I get to live that with people like Griselda, El Camino, Bunny the Butcher, West Side Gun, you know. And like the West Coast music, it's not that it's bad to me. It's just that a lot of what I would listen to really is that more 90s style. Now the music has yeah. kind of shifted, we see with folks like Roddy Ritt, you know, yeah. kind of shifting that 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 Cali sound. Anyway. Um, I love it. Now, I, you keep talking. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was a fan of Nipsey Hussle's actual hustle, the work mm-hmm. ethic, a lot yeah. more than the music. Um, and so I didn't want to make the tea because I didn't want people to think that I was trying to profit from his death. But customers actually asked me for it. Um, one customer actually gave me the name Nips Tea, which I would have not thought of on my own. You know, Nipsey, Nips Tea. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then customers themselves kind of crowdsourced the ingredients. Like, oh, we want it to be lemon ginger. And we want it to be like this. We want it to be like that. And then I realized I wanted to bring some some blue into it. Um, just, you know, representing the things that were important to Nipsey. So we add a little bit of chicory root, which is comes from a flower that's blue. You know, so there was just like a lot of thought actually brought into the making of that tea. That's probably like one of the most thoughtful teas I've ever made. Um, every part of it means something to the tea itself, to the community, and also to the person who it represents. Um, so it's well-deserved that it is the bestseller. Pusha T would probably be one of the best sellers, but I took that one away. I ain't want no lawsuit. <laughs> okay. I was playing around. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to run down on Pusha when he's in Bethesda, Maryland. It's like a 45 minute drive. I'm gonna have to run down on him one day and see if I can get you know, or Britain, you know, some rights in perpetuity. <laughs> Do you mind, Pusha, if I sell this? Oh, so that's why it was pulled. See, see, I had that as a question. All right, so. Full yeah, disclosure. I don't. I try not to get lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. We don't. Want, we don't want you getting sued. Before the disclosure, like I, as we, I was preparing for for here, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna drink tea like an adult, right? You know, I'm I'm, I'm about to drink me some tea, and so I'm I nip nips tea is my favorite. It's what I'm drinking right now. Okay. And I, and I was like, I do miss pushing tea, and I, I was like, I'm gonna ask her about that. So okay, that makes sense because that because yeah. push it was my favorite, and then and then when you had nips, but I do like. I do like how it was carefully curated. I, yeah. I do like that it, it was, you know, the, the crowd wanted you to do it, like, based upon everything that you've done. And and I'm, I'm like you. I'm 90s hip-hop. I'm East Coast. Like, it's hard being an East Coast hip-hop lover when you when you grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana. They look at you like you're crazy. Like, <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, what are you man. doing? Why, why don't you just listen to Cash Money and, and, and No I Limit know. all the time? I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, do Jay-Z albums out. I'm, I'm about to bump that. I like, know. So it was, it, was, it was a rough life. It was a rough life. But that, that's me. And I, I, honestly, your team made me also kind of look in more into, into to Nipsey and in, in his, in his hustle. And yeah. and just understand the grind that he did. So again, influencer, you see you be doing your thing. I, I be trying to tell you, girl, like favorite. Well, on the flip side, are you a are you a uh, are you a, a NBA young a young boy NBA fan? I I'm trying to get into He's it. He's from Louisiana. Yeah, I know. The youth. I know. I know. Like 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 my daughter keeps me. You know, she'll she'll <laughs> slide me some songs. Like she she. We doing a song exchange, so she'll so I'll be okay. I'll you know give her like some some old old stuff. She'll be like, okay, that's pretty good, and then she'll give me some stuff. I'm like, all right, and then I think right now our, our, 
our middle ground is, is J. Cole. I think I think <laughs> I think J. Cole is the neutral ground. Like if, if we put oh J. Cole my on goodness. Nobody's gonna say nothing. We we gonna vibe out the J Cole together. So that's our that's our neutral zone right there. I'm gonna have to send you. Some, I'm gonna have to send you some some young stuff. You know some some stuff so your daughter will be impressed. We gotta get you some Yo, some little TJ. We gotta get you a lot more uh, young boy. We gotta get you some Big Bree. You've been listening. <laughs> I hope you've been listening to Lola Brooke and 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 Big Boss mm-hmm. Bat. No, no, you okay, you're gonna have to hook me up. You're gonna have to hook me up. Cause uh I, I need I need to impress my fifteen year old. I like that's yes. that's just what it is. I just need to impress her. Yeah, you just want to, even if you don't like it, you just gotta pick her up from school yeah. one day, blasting some big breeze. She's gonna be like She's gonna respect your gangster for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, so you told me about the combination of how you how you did uh Nip's tea, but how generally speaking, how do you put these teas together like you know like is it does it come from the universe do you just you just kind of just put some stuff together like how do you how do you do it well i'm actually going to be starting a new tiktok series um i'm going to be taking songs and turning them into teas um and a lot of it just a lot of it does come from music i listen to if i'm not listening to music at the warehouse i'm listening to an audiobook so that's just like <laughs> it's just that far and wide and the audiobooks are usually um, some sort of fiction. Um, but I, when I listen to the music, uh, sometimes I feel like, oh, there's a there's a sound that could go to this or the music itself is sharing an emotion that a plant can help with. And so that's how it goes. But a lot of times, probably 75% of the time, I'm actually making a blend and seeking like a musical influence. Or if I think about an herb that I'm using, sometimes I get a, a song that comes to mind that's sometimes it's not even related to the plants that I'm working with, but that's usually how like I'll name a tea. It's just based on like a, a musical vibe that I get based on the herbs I'm working with. Traditionally, a lot of herbalists do have music. They believe that plants sing to them. And of course it's always, you know, especially in the, in this area, you know, it's always a, some, some ho-hum, a uh, Viking, a uh, wild woman in the wild, wild woman in the wild, some crap, you know, that these <laughs> makes, you know, makes white women and white men feel like they're now connected to the earth. Right, I'm like, right. all right. You know, when I saw this plant, though, you know, I heard Devin the dude, you know, I didn't hear <laughs> wild woman run free. Where's the swan? I didn't hear none of that stuff, you know? So um, it's always been just coming to the music that is coming to the plants that way with my love of music. Also using um, plants and song associations to help me memorize like the benefits of certain plants. Like that's something that I'm really good with. Um, so that's mostly how it comes to me. And then the song titles or the naming of the teas themselves is like after the fact. Because sometimes I'll make a tea and just, I don't even know what I'm going to call it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what I um I love how your mind works with it because I I feel like I've been a s- similar when it when it comes to creating whether it's podcasts or blogs. I started out as a blogger, and mm. and I would I felt like me having the title kind of helped me. You know, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but once I put the title there, then it yeah. it, it all like it, like it fell in line in the in the. And it always kind of revolved around some kind of music thing, so I always look for music, and even now. When I'm doing a podcast, and I'm, you know, and, you know, I'm thinking about titles for the episodes or, or how I can promote it. Like, I'm like, what, 
what's the, what's going to be the soundtrack for this episode? Yeah. Like what, what what song is, is am I going to have in playing? So, um, even just with my stories, like I, I got the highlights for when I of, of the of the guests that I have. I spend more time probably trying to pick out the song than than actually you know putting putting their picture together with with with, <laughs> with my graphics. Because I can, that's so funny. I, I got Canva. I can slap on your picture with the graphic. That's fine. But what song are we gonna put? What yeah, song are we yeah. using? That's, that's what are we the gonna thing. Buy to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love how your mind works like that. That's that's, that's oh, see, we are friends. I, you, you just even know it. <laughs> I've been listening to rap music since I was three years old. My mom tells me how um, I was. She would listen to NWA. My mom was a young mom. She had me at nineteen. Which, you know, born a teen mom is now an old mom. But anyway, um, at the time, I was the only kid. You know, she had me young. There weren't, her friends hadn't had children yet. And my sister, my mom had my sister when she was 24. And uh, she was riding around with me. And her boyfriend at the time had heard me rapping in WA. And she was like, he got on me, the guy she was dating, he got on me so serious. Like, she's too young to be saying these types of words. She shouldn't be listening to this stuff. I'm three years old reciting NWA. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even know what song I was singing. But he was like, you can't have her listening to that stuff. Um, but my mom has always loved hip hop too. So that's how it came to me. That's, that's dope. Yeah, I had, to, I, had to, <laughs> I had to learn it on my own. My mom, my mom was not trying to hear no hip hop. Like, even, <laughs> even now, she, the same songs that I would let her, that I would, I would put in her own, she was like 95. Yeah. That's, that's what she wanted to hear. And then, <laughs> I already know. I already know. But it's so crazy because people will say to me, like, I know your mom knows this song, and it'll be like an Earth, Wind, and Fire, or like Ronald Isley. Not my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else, mama. But <laughs> I'm like, we never heard this growing up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Y'all know your mama used to clean playing this. Man, what? Mm, that, that nah. Crap. Nah. Yeah, see, and, and that's funny. People people will push their own experiences or like the generalizations, like, "Oh yeah, you, you clean the old school music." Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> no, right, look, not over here. <laughs> look, look, you want you want you want me to really clean this house? You re- really clean this apartment? Let me let me let me put on my Jay Z playlist and, and see Listen, what happens. You know what I mean? Get some Waka Flocka on here, and I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fast. Like I could be, I, I could open a maid company on the side. Like I'm quick, quick. <laughs> I want to talk to you more about, you know, your setting up your business and business. Like, like I said, this this series is about women in business for Women's History Month. I want to mm-hmm. I want to kind of give, give you that shout out. So, how how important is it, in your opinion, to support Black women in business? Um, it's essential. Um, I know a lot of people because uh, you know I'm affiliated with Buy from a Black Woman, which right. is a nonprofit that supports Black women entrepreneurs. And uh, one of the things we get all the time is, what about Black men? And it's so frustrating to hear people, all lives matter, (laughs) the movement. That's what that is. That is an all lives matter approach to the situation Mm -hmm. with most heads of households being um, single Black moms Mm -hmm. Um, and and women themselves being so grossly underpaid in positions and definitely black women. A lot of the black women entrepreneurs are, I'm a single, I'm a single woman with a doll. I don't have any children. Mm -hmm. You know, I am not the typical black woman entrepreneur when they talk about black women starting businesses at a faster rate. A lot of them are in fact moms. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even when they're married, you know, the, the husband's probably underpaid. 
the wife herself is underpaid, you have children, and the people are actually starting side businesses to supplement income. Um, and it's important because to support them because we don't make as much with our businesses and we start with a whole lot less, yet we're mm-hmm. still innovating and still contributing to the global economy. We're still dictating what's hot. We're still dictating what's popping. We're still t- dictating what needs to be purchased. And when it comes time to receive that support, we don't. Um, in 2019, the average Black woman business owner made $24,000 with her business. And um, I can tell you from, you know, that's that's not making a profit. Right. You know what I mean? You had to put so much money into that business and so much time away from children and your partner or friends or family. All that you have to put into running a business just to yield $24,000. I mean, that's basically minimum wage at non-minimum wage work. You might as well have sold crack. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and while our white entrepreneurs, white female entrepreneurs make about $111,000. So they're making a tremendous amount more and the wealth gap continues to grow. It is imperative that people find a way to redirect their dollars to black women owned businesses. Um, Not because these businesses themselves are going to get us the financial uplift. We all know that buying black isn't going to change sociopolitical norms, not in this society. But what you can do with your dollars, with your purchases, say, is say, I see an America, I see a United States of America that looks like this, and I'm going to contribute to that. And I know that sometimes it's inconvenient because there's just, there's not a Flyers Tea Company on every corner like a Starbucks. And I'm reminded at every turn that I'm poor. You know what I mean? I am reminded (laughs) of that. (laughs) And uh, thank you very much. (laughs) Um, But please, but you can stop soon. (laughs) You can stop any day now. Um, There is strategy behind that. And if we want to shift that narrative, you know, uh, a slutty vegan doesn't just happen because Black people don't support it. You know what I mean? And Slutty Vegan is a prime example of that because it is a Black woman-owned business that is opening locations in many different areas and has received a tremendous funding. And And I don't eat vegan. I don't eat fake meat. I ain't... Congratulations, Pinky, but you ain't getting my dollars. You know what I mean? I just don't... I don't eat fake meat. No, no sorry, not sorry. But to the people who do, you know what I mean? Um, you know, there's a reason you feel represented and it's hard work to do all of that. And Pinky still had celebrity background. She still had celebrity friends who could come out to her restaurant to help build it. How much worse for the average black woman who doesn't have celebrity friends, right. who's never been a producer on the Maury show like Pinky. You know what right. I mean? You right. don't have those connections and we're all just trying. And when it comes to getting VC funding, when it comes to getting loans, no matter what still, Black men businesses tend to get more of that funding than we do. So, every, I mean, we're all in the struggle Olympics, by all means. Right. When you think about the fact that most of these households are led by women and they're women who are mothers who are trying their best to just shift their financial status, and entrepreneurship is the only way to do that, it is imperative that at every turn we do our work to support other Black women if we are going to see any sort of shift or change in black community in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it's, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's past it's def- time. It's, it's, it's definitely past time. 
What does support like that look like for you? So, so in your opinion, you know, yeah, we, we're rallying people. We so you need to support a black yes. women owned businesses. What what does that look like? Is it, is it just is it just buying the product? Is it is it is it sharing stuff on social media? Is it more? What 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 does support look like? Let me tell you. I, I listen. <laughs> now you know I can't get you know I can't get you know cut corners. I'm gonna keep it real. You know, if you've been liking me so far in the podcast, you think I'm going to say something you ain't going to like, shut it off right now. Go to drinkflies.com and make purchase. Because okay. after this, you might not like it. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, share my posts. People are, you can like and leave a comment. Don't like me, leave me no comment. Please go to my website and put in your credit card information. We need money. We are not out here for fun. We are not we 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 are not playing with ourselves. This is not a joke. This is serious. I do this for cold hard cash. Yeah. When I on 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 the first, I can't tell my landlord I got two thousand likes. <laughs> okay, they gonna tell me. They gonna tell me you got to the fit to pay this here rent. On the six, we going down to the courthouse. Okay, <laughs> do not get evicted, Miss Mamas. So that's what it is. People say things like, "Oh, well, you know, I I don't drink tea or I don't do X Y Z." Buy you can buy tea as a gift. You can mm. literally gift it to people. Uh, I see. Uh, we don't need any more t-shirt companies. I understand. You don't have to buy no more t-shirts. Black women make uh, toothpaste. They make mouthwash. They make laundry detergent, dishwashing liquid. You name it. Okay. Mm. If you don't have a use for the product yourself, you can still purchase it as a gift for a friend. What else can you do? You can, uh, there's people, I worked at a job, um, I worked at this Quaker lobbying organization, and I was like um, an executive assistant. And it was my job, they had like birthday parties every month, or if there was a meeting, um, and they would want to bring in catering. I never went to Einstein Bagel. I never went to Starbucks. I always found a local business to provide the food. It's literally that simple. You know what I mean? If you're having a catered lunch, don't go to Maggiano. Don't do the Chipotle. Find, you know, Nene smoothie bar. Okay, because the people are happy for their opportunity. It means mm-hmm. something. It's very important, even if you're not shopping black, to shop local. Just in general, yeah. shop local. Shop small. Um, Stop giving all your money to big box retailers. They don't care. I don't know what more this time should be proved. You know what I'm saying? They do not care. They do not care. They've raised the prices of everything. And every single article you read, it says that they refuse to raise minimum wage. It's going to hurt their bottom line. While the CEOs are getting five, six, seven, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollar bonus. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they're making a lot of money. You can't tell me that that it's going to hurt your bottom line. If they're, I would like to hear that the CEO didn't get a big pay raise. You know what I'm saying? That proves to me that it hurt your bottom line. Yeah. So it's just a shift in consciousness. It really is. It's it, it's so important that we make that shift, man. Don't you got to give up the money? You're gonna spend it anyway. Yeah. So why not put it someplace where it matters? Because it doesn't matter for them. Fifty dollars means a lot to fifty dollars means a lot more to you than it does to Target. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just that's simple. You know, and and yeah. it's no different if you you had a business. You know, that's just how it goes. Like we have to. I don't. I don't know any other way to put it. The people want your money. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want it. They we, need it. Yeah. We like the likes. We like the shares. We like the engagement online. I'm never saying don't do that, but I am saying that there's nothing like a sale. There's yeah. absolutely that. That that I remember my first sale. 
I remember my first sale, his name was Knox. I shipped an order to his wife in Los Angeles, California. No one at Target remembers that. I remember that. I follow him on social media to this day. We check in every month. Wow. That you don't, you, I didn't even have any product. I had to run to the store to order glass jars so I could ship him because I wasn't expecting anybody to order. He just said, hey, I, I saw your link, link in your bio and I ordered. Like that's so dope. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. That's what matters. I mean, we can try to pretend that other things matter. We can try to pretend that other things help a lot. But your dollar is your vote. It really is. Mm. You know, and, and where you put your money says what you care about. It says what's important to you. If you shop at places that are against unions, you know, that means that you don't care about workers' rights. Mm. <laughs> if you continue to shop at Amazon when you know that, that delivery people don't get pee breaks, that means you don't care about whether or not people get to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and you you might not realize it, but it's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I saw a recent report that said um, 70, no, is it 75? Yes, yeah, 75% of Amazon's workforce quits within 90 days. Yeah. That's even yeah, in the that. administrative. Do you realize how shitty you have to be for people to not want to stay 90 days? That's a shitty job if you, if you can't <laughs> stay three terrible. months. That's horrible. But the people say, oh, man, I love my two-day delivery. You pay for the two-day delivery. Duh, and they're going to raise the price every year. You know what I'm saying? So just make sure that when you shop, that it aligns with your values. You know, and, and, and I'm not saying I never tell people to just buy black just because if it's a black owned company and it's crappy, you know, just find another one. You know what I mean? But find places and people that align with your values, people that respect you and and show up the way you think that businesses should show up. These companies want to be corporate citizens. They want to be treated like corporate citizens when it's time for a bailout, you know, hold Mm -hmm. them to that all the time. And. I know it can be inconvenient. I know it can be. I order dishwashing. I order laundry detergent, excuse me, from Pure Home. It's based in Nevada. It takes like three weeks to get it. So I just have to be prepared. I just have to, oh, I'm running low today. Right. So I need to order now for what I'm going to need in yeah. April. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's all I'm saying. Put no, your money it, where it matters. Put your money where it matters. I mean, that's. I think that's that's key. I think I think it's, yeah. I think that's that's a simplified version of that. Yeah, it's true, and I like I like put put your money where it matters because you you say you say bottom line, spend the money, but you also put your money where it matters because you yeah. you give back, and so not only not only and we talked you know you just talk, you talked about being um, buy from a black woman and how you affiliate with their program the first ever grant recipient you know i, I gotta i gotta do that for you you know what i'm saying i gotta i gotta you know, you know let, let them let them know you know what i mean like you ain't do to this you true to this you know what i mean but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you're, but you're the first grant recipient but what what do you do you, you turn around and give back to sponsor like you know you know trademark so talk to me talk to me about that philanthropy part as far as in investing all, yeah. Not only just buying those products, but investing in in into um, black women owned businesses. Yeah, you know, in addition to um, you know being like an advocate for buy for black women, I do sponsor the trademark grant, um, and I've helped uh, two women get um, their business names trademarked or registered their trademarks with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Um, one of them is Isaiah. Her products are currently in uh, Saks all over the country. 
Um, and it just gives you so much more confidence. You feel more secure, you know, getting a big deal, knowing that your brand is protected. Um, and filing for a trademark is, you know, it's relatively cheap, but only if you know what you're doing. Because if you make one mistake, then they'll kick your application back to you. And that's money down the drain. So everyone wants to use an attorney who knows what they're doing so you can get it right the first time. And attorneys, they don't play. They like they bag. So they charge mm-hmm. you more. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels good to be able to give back and to support other individuals. Um, Nikki and I, the founder of Buy From A Black Woman, all last year we've been doing these quarterly um work sessions where we get together in a new city and we work on content or just bounce business ideas off of one another. Um, and then just a couple of weeks ago, um, in January, we opened it up to the community and got a house down in Atlanta and, um, invited black women entrepreneurs to come and connect with us and, you know, bounce their business ideas off of us, get any information that they wanted to, you know, get, and they did have to pay to stay in the house because it's an Airbnb. And I didn't tell y'all money matters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and to pay the Airbnb people. Um, but, you know, meals were included. They had a safe space to live. They had people that they could talk to, you know, an opportunity to make new relationships. And along the way, we also supported other black women entrepreneurs while we did that. We had a, there was a chef who came to cook. She's a black woman. We had a meetup at a coffee shop owned by a black woman um, down in Atlanta called Hodgepodge. You know, so there's just lots of, of opportunity to give back and pour back into the community the same way that it gives to you. And that's another reason to support black owned and also to shop small, because we're more likely to do these types of things than bigger businesses. Right, um, right. All of the products that I use, my herbs, my honey, all that stuff comes from other small businesses. Whenever I, I print my, my fine china cups, the printer is a small woman-owned printer. Um, my teaspoons are stamped by someone who is a small business owner in Detroit. When I give away freebies, whether it be like cookies or whatever treats that I try to include in the, my orders, all of those come from Black women bakers. So it's just an opportunity to continue to invest in other people and give them some motivation to keep going, too. Because those sales do mean a lot, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. You so, you you're so fucking dope. Okay. <laughs> you are, you are. I Thank love it. You. I love it. That, but that's 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 just that's beautiful, though, because you you truly take that opportunity. You take that time, and and I've seen those you know the giveaways and and and, and doing all that, and you, it's all from from black women. You take that time to 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 make sure that you're familiar with the product. You you love the product. You're putting your step on something that you love, but it's it's also to help support. A black woman who is also trying to 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 establish themselves in, in business, and yeah. that's that's so admirable because a lot of people, quick buck, let me just go for this money. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I'll I'll you know I got you know this many thousand of followers on 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 IG. I'll promo you, but it's gonna cost yeah. you. Yeah, you do that out of kindness of your heart, and I, and I think yeah. I love that. Because we all want an opportunity. So. We do want, opp- want opportunities. Opportunity. The opportunities are free. Yeah, they don't cost yeah. nothing. So why not just give them out? It don't cost me nothing, right? And then, and then, <laughs> and then they're rep for you too. I yeah. mean, yeah. All right, I I don't want you to get away without me also talking about a couple things that you one that you have established uh, fairly recently, and the other that you you're probably working on because you know oh. again cyber stalking. I was doing my research, whatever. So first one obviously is the app. You launched the app, you know. January, right? January. Yes. 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 You got launched the app in January. You out here launching apps? <laughs> you, out, you out here? Like, 
do you understand how hyped I was? Like, like I have no, I have no monetary investment in your company whatsoever except when I buy your team. And I saw when you said you launched the app, I'm over here like mm, stomping. Like you launched the app over here. Yeah, I needed to own something. I needed to own my things and and I wanted to get some real estate on people's phones. You know what I mean? And that's really cool, you know, that people were willing to do that. The inspiration for that for me was one was uh, Crumble and also Trap, the the hot sauce company, uh, which also sells pasta sauce and all sorts of stuff now. But anyway, um, those two were my main inspirations. I'm I'm always looking for ways to be tech forward. You know, I've done Mm -hmm. SMS commerce and all sorts of things like that. So I had been testing it out. I knew that people would respond to my text messages. They'd respond quickly. They'd engage with the brand. Um, so it was just a matter of really getting getting some space on their phones. And once I found out I could do it and it would take like two weeks to start, I was like, oh, I can do an app. Let's get that going. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how, how's, how's the response been for that? It's been really good. Um, the app, my average order value is really good. I got... Uh, a few, almost a thousand downloads, which I didn't expect to get so many. Honestly, the people share it on their Instagram stories, and I'm like, wow, that's really, really cool. You know, I didn't expect them to to share that type of thing. You know, I send out like a weekly affirmation from a rap song, and people just like share, like, oh, this really meant something to me. They text me, they send me DMs saying that this really meant something to me. Thank you for sending this to me at this time. It's just. I'm never not moved by the support, you know, people have been just so kind to me. And so I really, uh, I really do appreciate <laughs> Well, you have my support. I downloaded day one. I was ready. I was so hyped. And I, and I need to utilize that app, which, you know, all, all your links, will, you know, be in my show notes and everything, but I need to utilize that app to, to purchase some more Nips tea and run a little low. Yes. So I need to go ahead and, and make that purchase. I'll do that. Yes, we offer day. free shipping <laughs> when you order through the app. And um, every week I release a brand new tea. Mm, yep. Y'all need to get this app. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to get this app. <laughs> now, the one thing that I kind of stumbled upon, and, and I and I don't know if you, I don't know if you're working on this. I hope it's true because, I, I don't know if you remember that we talked about this prior, but are you working on a podcast? Because I feel like I feel like I've been waiting at least at least for three years for you to. Yes, you have been time. waiting a long. I've been waiting time. a long time, and so I have no excuse. I'm just kind of scared to get on the. I don't even know how to do a podcast. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? You already know I'm reckless as all get out. Um, I do have the, <laughs> I have the social media secure, and I have the the website. <laughs> I just haven't done it. Um, I wanted to do something that's like, uh, like talks about everything. Well, not talks about everything, but kind of shows like, you know, relationships between, say, you know, everything from Jesus to Jay Z. You know, like that sort of hip hop to the Bible collab, um, connection. And I also wanted to do a separate podcast about um the Black creator economy. So there's a couple of things on my mind that I need to get myself together. Yeah. I just like, when am I going to do it? When am I going to find the time to go into a studio? And then I need an engineer and child. I don't know. I could be overthinking it though. I, you know what? You know, you, you, you were overthinking being the face of your brand. <laughs> And then you, you you push that out there, and then and then look so what, what success ha- happened. So 
I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not, you know. Look, I'm you know. telling you, the pod, the podcast wanted to turn into some shmoney. Okay, let me tell you that right. Look, like I, mean, I can't be no hobbyist. I, I, I get that. You, you can't be a hobbyist and 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 as a podcaster, but also, I mean, just little avenues to, to promote your brand. I mean, you, you you're right, you're right. It's sponsored by 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 Flyers Tea Company, so I mean, you know, right. you got your own commercials in there. You know, right. I, you know, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. You know, you're, you know. you're not you're not wrong. Everything you're saying is is accurate. It's 110 percent accurate. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna be silently here supporting and 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 just know that you got a you got a friend that does podcasting. So if you want to sit there, and just pick your brain. You know, you you got my number. So I'm I'm, there I'm, a, I'm going. I'm gonna be thinking about it. I am. It's on my. <laughs> I think about it at least three times a month. I'm not kidding. See. It's, it's, it's starting. See, it's starting to happen. I know it. I, I feel it. I feel it. This this year is the year. This year is the year. Fingers crossed. The fingers crossed. I would love to be able to have time to do it. Honestly. Well, worst case scenario, you, you can all you you're more than welcome to just pop on this show anytime you want. You be like, hey, Jared, I want, I want to start. I want to start talking on the show. I, I, this is what I want to talk about. Scheduled. Consider okay. Scheduled. Cool. Cool. I got some things to get off my chest. <laughs> Perfect. You are welcome <laughs> back any freaking time you want to be back. Oh, thank you so much. All right, so I I I end the show. It's my little segment. It's my, like my favorite segment of the show. Uh, I you know tell people it's a, it's a, what it's about damn time for, and because you know women in business. This 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 is the series, and I I got a soon to be fifteen year old entrepreneur, and I know a lot of talented women who actually you know, want to be in business and have an idea for business, but they, they might need that push or they might, they might need to just mm. step outside their comfort zone. So, so tell me in your words, what is it about damn time for, for, for black women to do in order to start their business? It's about damn time to recognize and accept that there is no such thing as a perfect moment. So do it now. You know, it, it doesn't get any better. It's not going to be a moment that comes along. It's like, oh, this is a, a solid six months to start your own business. That's not going to happen. You're going to have to, you get to take that six months. Sis. <laughs> you had to grab it by the neck. It ain't just going to come to you. So, and that's with everything, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect moment. So just go for it right now. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I would say. Especially if you're just sitting around wanting to start and you have it. Push the Absolutely. button. Like they said in a uh, brush hour. Push the goddamn button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go watch Rush Hour right now. I love it. I love it. I remember that. Yes, push the button. I tell see, myself that regularly. Push the button. See, you were thinking Rush Hour. I was thinking coming to America. Take a chance, honey. Oh, see. <laughs> Same thing. Same, Same thing. thing. Same yes, thing. Take the chance. Yeah. All right. Look, to, help, to let everybody know where you are, how they can find you, and more importantly, how they can spend that money to support a black woman in her business. Sure. So you can find me at, um, at Shanae did good on Instagram. Um, for the most part, I just post controversial things to my Instagram story. Um, but it's, it's always enlightening. And, uh, you can follow flyest on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest at drink flyers. And you can also check out our website at drinkflyers.com. You can also grab the link to download my app. And uh, mm. stay tapped in with the community. Join the gang. Gang, 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 gang. Yes. <laughs> Today, been an absolute honor. I, I thank you so much for joining me this week. It's about that. Thank you for having me. It really was an honor. I enjoyed myself. 
thank you for joining me this week on this about damn time hey if you like what you heard follow this podcast on facebook twitter and ig and join the conversation on this week's episode link to all my socials in the show notes you can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts and of course for more blogs pods and other digital content go to the whole damn show.com until next time I'll see you next week.